Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, your keen-eyed, devil-haired dope smoker, John Wayne. That's right. John Wayne, I'm back. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. I am, of course, uh, here in Wayne Manor, as always, nestled in the East Wing uh, in the Library of Evil, where I am uh, most of the time hanging upside down, uh, in terraforming planets in my mind, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, all kinds of uh, good stuff, and writing into it's a podcast as well, and listening to a lot of cool-ass records. So, yes, here I am. I've got my big fucking huge glass glass mug of coffee black like i like it drink coffee hell satan thank you alicia and chris and i have a nice cold topo chico it's all sweating with the beads of condensation and of course grandpappy's medicine is always here as with me as always is my co-host grandpappy's medicine yes Uh, i did have some uh Smoked a bong load before I got started here as I was just setting up, which is nothing new. Whoops. Uh, but yeah, so I'm just uh, settling into the day here. It's not too bad. Um, welcome, everyone, again. Thank you for, for uh, joining the show again. Or if you're new to the show, thank you so much. I appreciate you checking it out. Um, man, what a, what a time this has been. Another week. Here we go. Another week down, everyone. Uh, first of all, I want to give a huge shout out to my Patreon peeps, everyone that supports me on my Patreon. Thank you guys so, so much. Uh, I appreciate you all to the extreme and, you know, the first of the month, uh, first of the month podcast, uh, I shout out everybody individually. So guys, if you have anything you want to promote coming up, uh, from my Patreon, my Patreon supporters hit me up so I can definitely, uh, get that out there for you and, and promote it. Uh, if you would like to, uh, maybe throw a couple bucks old Uncle Johnny's way, I've Super appreciate it. Uh, anything really helps, especially now. And uh, you get great. I give away great things. I have cool things with the tears. Go check it out. Patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. You get free stories, books, stickers, all kinds of stuff. And any tier that you do subscribe to gets you access to uh, another weekly podcast. I do the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, uh, which also comes out on Monday, same day as John Wayne lied to you. Uh, right on time, every time. Just like you like it, and it features me talking to uh, other artists and friends and people I've met out on the road that are, you know, all in this, either in the arts industry or entertainment industry or just cool-ass friends of mine that uh, that I want to introduce you to. So that's what that is, and, um, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about the Awesome Dude for Life podcast later, but uh, yeah, check me out on Patreon. I, I'm... I'm there's something a brewing. I'm gonna put drop some different stuff uh, happening with my Patreon here in the next week or so. So uh, if you're on it, pay attention, guys, or I'll give you a heads up. And everybody else, check the social medias and stuff for some uh, Patreon announcements and uh, coming from me. So anyway, you know, like I said, this is just uh, here we are, another week uh, in the clink, if you will. Um, the world is burning around us. I have no idea what the hell is going on anymore, but. To be honest with you, that's not much different than my normal uh, type of thing. This week, not super eventful. Of course, couldn't go anywhere or anything like that. <clears throat> but, you know, I am in Texas, Houston, Texas, 33rd, third coast to represent. Uh, and, you know, Texas is just all weird right now, man. It's uh, it's bad uh, as far as, like, the hospitals and shit. And I, I just uh, better say, I mean, I'm not fighting anybody. I'm not trying to get in an argument out there. I, I, I'm going to stay 
put until I feel like it's a good thing to do uh, to be out there again. But I will uh, update, update, gym update. I have returned to my gym. I know if you've been listening uh, over the past few weeks, I've had some rants about uh, the gym that I go to as far as, you know, it, you know, being closed for forever, like all the gyms were, and then reopening. And at first, you know, it was a mask mandate, but nobody was wearing masks inside the gym. I see, I mean, I, I'm not saying I was the only person that wiped down their equipment, but while I was in there, uh, it seemed like I, every time I looked around, it seemed like I was the only one that was, you know, with the exception, I did see another guy actually recently that was really good about wiping down stuff too. But, you know, it just didn't seem like people were caring too, too much. So, I, uh, you know, I stepped away from the gym, from that gym for a couple of weeks and, and, you know, really contemplated quitting it. Um, it's still always in the realm of possibilities, but, uh, you know, I really, I miss, I miss the exercise. You know, I, I like to be fit, if you will. I, I have a certain weirdness about me that I just, you know, I have, I feel like I have to exert this energy, uh, in some way this physical energy, not just my, all my mental and creative stuff. So I, I like to work out. It's not always, you know, it's not always like I jumped up every morning and was like, can't wait to get to the gym, but I would go because I was just disciplined to do it. And it being closed kind of threw a lot of that stuff off. I mean, I'm going to say I'm not disciplined anymore, but I had to figure out other ways and, you know, shit just wasn't working. I, I don't, you know, I, I have a kettlebell here. I used to be pretty, active with my kettlebell doing like, uh, I would do certain workouts, you know, during the week or like, you know, uh, between going to the gym or whatever. When I got it, I was super into it, but I started trying to get back into it. Like maybe a couple, no, nah, maybe a couple months ago, maybe like three or four months ago. And I tweaked my lower back doing, uh, um, I want to say, um, what do they call that? When you, uh, the fucking throw when you like, throw it out and bring it back. I forget what it's called. Um, but that it's like a very common exercise and I don't know what I did. I, I, I must've bent wrong or something and it, it really tweaked my back. So it's fine now. Um, you know, I don't have any lingering issues with it, but it does make me a little gun shy to go, you know, just full blown kettlebell workout, you know, because those things are fucking weird, man. It is, you know, all, all exercising is, is, you know, different you know we and i talked about this with uh, i think i was talking to charles austin muir about this because he was a you know professional bodybuilder at one point um or maybe i was talking i can't remember but either way um <clears throat> i totally for, fucking forgot what i was even talking about god damn you grandpappy and your medicine um no but the thing is you know you, you can never be too careful when you're doing exercises, especially something like, like kettlebells, that's a relatively new thing. Um, you know, and it's a, a lot of exercise, a lot of like when you lift weights or do some kind of, uh, specific exercises, you know, form comes into play in a big, bad way. You know, not only you, you got to make sure you're like lifting correctly and all that kind of stuff, but it, you know, if you have bad form, um, you'll, you'll hurt yourself uh, or could lead to injuries. And, I tried to study it pretty hard. I, I guess I just slipped up, you know, but there's only so much, you know, when you're watching things on YouTube and you, it just really is important to kind of do some more like due diligence and not just like look at the 
the video and say like, yeah, it looks like I'm standing about right. You know, you really need to do some reading and some literature. And I, I had thought I had, I was doing well. Like I used to do it quite a bit, but I guess I slipped up somewhere. I fucked up my back. So I'm a like gun shy on that now. Um, I don't know why I just, uh, probably cause I don't want to hurt myself again. But there's something to be said, at least for me, about, you know, having the gym there, all the shit is there, and I pay for it, so I, I want to use it. So I have returned to the gym, and I, uh, starting this past week, I went three times, and I have to say, all three times, it was, uh, it was fine. I was, I didn't feel um, weird or anything, I didn't feel like people weren't uh, caring about shit, Every, everybody was wearing a mask, like, it's, it's another, it's a state mandate again here in texas I, b I believe it's a state mandate it should be i'm pretty sure it is but at least in harris county in houston where i am it is so everybody was in there wearing it nobody had take was taking it off nobody was letting it hang even people doing the cardio you know stuff where where it it would seem the most tempting to take it off almost would make the most sense to take it off because of the breathing but no, don't do it. I keep mine on. I'm running like Bane on there. Like, oh, why would you shoot a man before throwing him out of a plane? You know, and uh, it sucks, but that's what we need to do for now. So I, I'm back back to the gym for now. And I have to say, I, I do feel better now, like that missing component of uh, burning off whatever type, you know, whatever part of that energy that I have is uh, was sated for uh, the time being, if you will. And it does make me feel better to get out there and just just do any kind of exercising or you know <clears throat> sweating ex exerting some energy you know here and there i'm always trying to keep you know some kind of mo moving around while i'm working here in the library every day the library of evil i mean you know i i jump out of the chair and do push-ups constantly um i have the, the chin-up bar that i'll just go you know rip off uh, 10 10 pull-ups real quick and then come back so i try to keep that stuff going but you know, there's just something about having everything there and being able to, you know, I'm here for X amount of time and all I'm going to do is exercise, you know, and, and that's what I was missing. Uh, you know, still walking the dogs every morning, every single day. We go out there, get my weight vest on, they get their little harnesses on and we have a, a really good walk. So that's all that's good. I mean, and that's every day. And I, I like starting the day like that. Some days I'm, I'm waking up and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I don't want to walk the same fucking thing again. But uh, I always, as soon as we get out there, I feel better about it. And the dogs love, my dogs love it. It's like their biggest thing. It's a Christmas morning for them. Every, every morning, you know, they're jumping on the bed like, Daddy, Daddy, can we open our presents now, Daddy? No, no not until mother's awake, you know. So I'm, I'm getting up all super early, taking them out. And it's great. And I like that uh, as well. So I'm not going to stop doing that or anything. But yeah, so I'm back, back to the gym and um, it's... Uh, it's good so far. And uh, so other than that, uh, we, I guess, are, you know, a hurricane uh, hit yesterday. Uh, uh, when you're listening to this, I guess if it's uh, Monday, you know, I record this on the day before. So Saturday, uh, what was it, 25th, there was supposed to be Hurricane Hannah made landfall, like oh, down in, uh, like, uh, on the coast of Texas, if you're not familiar, like kind of so more south by uh, Corpus Christi. Uh, South Padre Island type type area, Matagorda Bay, I believe, uh, all over there, and um, you know, so and it wasn't um, a, a super 
like powerful hurricane it was you know they i remember they were just like it might be a tropical storm it might not be and then it ended up strengthening to a category one hurricane which all hurricanes fucking suck i'm not saying that uh you know but in comparison to the things that you know the big ones that have that have hit like a one is is you would welcome a one other rather than anything else so that being said i haven't seen any reports of any kind of huge damage or anything like that done um yet you know I'm, not, I'm sure there will be but you know we were supposed to get some from rain now i'm gonna be mad i want you know I, every day we're looking at the thing especially yesterday it makes landfall oh yeah we're gonna get some rain tonight yep sure no no rain maybe a sprinkle a drizzle surely this morning I, last night i go to i'm like well i know in the morning i don't think we're gonna be able to walk i was telling the dogs i think it's gonna be pouring rain i believe so you know just Keep that in mind, boys. Don't be disappointed. They they're there 5:50 a.m. this morning. Wake, daddy, daddy, wake up! And I'm like, oh, it's raining, it's raining. And they're like, no, it's not raining. It's Christmas Day. And they open up the drapes. The dogs did. And I was like, what? There's not even any clouds out here. What is happening? So I don't know. Now I, you know, I, what I've looked at, we're supposed to get maybe some storms. Um, over you know today or, or throughout the week maybe but who knows it seems like it's just moving up and, and it moving away from us and i'm not like oh i want us to get hit by a big storm no i just want some rain i'm only happy when it rains yeah just uh i like the rain it's been so goddamn sunny and of course hot as fuck here already in houston you know how we do it um that it, it just a little bit of rain like some cloud coverage for a day or day and a half would be just just a nice thing. That's something to break it up a little bit. You know, I sat, I sat outside. Um, my buddy uh, Rahul shouts out Rahul um, at Coyote Bloodbath on Instagram. You know, we we <clears throat> we usually hang out once a week, uh, at least one day every week, where we sit out on my porch, out on my patio, front of my house. Um, you know, with a, across from each other, like the table, and we just drink you know drink beer drink a couple beers in the afternoon and and smoke and out of our own separate pipes of course and uh you know rahul is he's he's more like uh like he he can handle the heat way better than i can he he enjoys it more i i'm out there like literally melting it was fucking so hot uh on friday this past week i was sitting out there at like one o'clock one to three thirty i think we sat out there and i I came in. I came inside finally, and I was just drenched. My jeans were drenched. My shirt. I'm. I can't stop sweating. I had to get in the shower and take like a cold shower, rinse off, and then I just was like so hot. I just went and laid in the bed on top of all the the covers, totally naked, to just cool off. Because, man, I don't know. Like, depends on where you're from, but here I know at least, and and other you know other Texans or Houstonians could. Um, can back me up on this you know it a lot of times a first shower just doesn't take it, it's so hot it just it's like uh you know i'm not i'm borrowing that from from seinfeld that was something that george costanza said uh he's like ah, i got a meeting later i shouldn't have exercised and uh he's like you just took a shower and he's like ah, i didn't take so i you know but that's literally how it is you know you if you go like you could go to the gym in the morning it's air conditioned at the gym. That's fine. But it's just so hot outside. You sweat. You come home. I would take a shower, get, you know, dried off all everything. You know, you get dressed, walk out of the bathroom. And within like a minute or so, it's just like 
the sweat just bursts off of your forehead and you start to get all moisty moist all over because that shower that first shower just doesn't take it just really doesn't and i have gotten in the habit too now that it's uh, all you know hot and summery of uh, at the end of the shower i will turn it on all cold and stand under it and just try to cool my core before i get out of the shower um and uh because i'm a maniac i guess also uh but yeah so that's um yeah so that i don't know hurricane hurricane hannah we'll see what happens if we get some rain i'm not sure i'm not making any hurricane predictions on this podcast anymore because when i did do that about two and a half years ago or so i said ah this hurricane's gonna be nothing it's gonna be like a fart in the wind and we're gonna uh you know we'll be fine and then uh hurricane harvey hit and just like decimated us so i'm not making any more of those kind of predictions but we'll see we'll see if we get some uh some rain uh or not um yeah uh well i think before uh without further ado we'll move on to our three card tarot reading uh of the day i uh as you know or do not know, I do a three-card tarot reading on myself before uh, every episode and just kind of I jot down the things that I'm thinking about, what's been on my mind, um, you know, what I've been kind of tossing around the old noggin here. And I just look at it, you know, those things through the perspective of the cards, try to get a, a fresh perspective and, and uh, look at things a different way. Maybe I'm missing something. This is going to, you know, inspire some thought in me. This, uh, this week I, I used, um, I got to give a shout, uh, special shouts out here. Um, first of all, to my wife, she got me a present uh, last week, and, the, and it came in the mail last week. And the present was um, a new tarot deck, which is uh, the multi-stabber tarot deck from uh, Weird Punk Books, is who puts it out. But runs Weird Punk Books is my my good friend Sam Richard, who I had on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. He was on the you know Awesome Dude for Life podcast, uh, and this tarot deck was actually designed by. Uh, his late wife, she passed away a couple of years ago in the middle of designing this tarot deck. So he went ahead and had it finished by her other artist friends. And they, you know, they finished the rest of the cards and put it together. And it is gorgeous. It's a very gorgeous set. Uh, I love it. <clears throat> yeah, check it out. You can just, um, they're, they're available on the website if you want, or if you just want to check out and see what they look like. I posted some pictures of mine, but check out uh, crazy, or not crazy, weird punk books, um, their their shop online is uh, where you can find them and also some great books that they are putting out there and they have some good stuff on deck that's going to be pretty cool so check out check out my man sam check out weird punk check out this tarot deck uh, i used it today for my reading so uh so today i thought you know i wrote down what i'm thinking about and a lot of times when i write down the the, the thoughts you know on on my notes when i do these they come pretty easy. I'm like, okay, I've been thinking about this and this, but today I really put a little bit, I mean, I thought about it for longer than I normally would because I was like, I want to get these kind of direct, I wanted to really just make sure that I had, you know, exactly what I meant by what, you know, I'm saying here as, as what's been on my mind and what that exactly means. Um, and then trying to think about, well, what are the actual important things right now? Because like I said, I've, I've come to the uh, realization that it's time to figure out, um, you know, really, really figure out creative ways around having, um, the kind of performance aspect of my career taken away. 
and and that covers like the traveling, the going to the sh- the conventions, all that stuff. So I'm trying to, you know, that's been on my mind a lot, and I've accepted that it's going to be different, and we just have to really be active and making plans and creative. So, you know, <clears throat> so what? So the first thing I wrote was plan mode, which plan mode, I mean, just coming up with just brainstorming stuff, and then you know going down the list. Okay, this doesn't. This is off the bat not going to work. This isn't realistic. But, you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, and really coming up with some hardcore plans for myself and things that I want to make sure I follow through on and really try. And then, you know, of course, then I wrote right after that implementation of ideas. So I may, you know, I've, I've had a bunch of ideas. I've written stuff down, not a bunch, but, you know, I need to now start really working towards implementing these things. Um, or, or planning the implementation and, and scheduling it. Uh, and I want to make sure I stay on top of myself about that kind of thing. Uh, and, uh, then, and then the last thing I wrote was brainstorming new opportunities. It's easy to say, like, I'm going to brainstorm some things today. Maybe you jot down like a, oh, that's funny. Or, you know, oh, that's, that could be cool. But I mean like some serious brainstorming where you just sit down with the, the pad and paper or your laptop, you know, or whatever you're taking notes on and just just brainstorm. Like however you have to do it. You know, I, I'll write down just different words as I'm thinking and kind of then draw those together into like, you know, I'll, I'll have a bunch of arrows that go from this to this to this to this, you know, whatever you want to do it. But seriously, take time to actually brainstorm uh, and write things down and make a list and, and put a try to start putting a plan together. That That's what is all on my mind this week. So. Mm. Without further ado, um, first card I get today, Knight of Swords Reversed. So, you know, the swords, the knights are um, all about action. You know, we know that they're an action-oriented card. And, and then the, uh, you know, the swords are our intellect, our, our energy in that, in that way. Um, and with this card in the reverse position, it's saying, you know, this really hit home, like, for me. So... It's it's saying like you know you're you're somebody you're brimming with energy you're brimming with motivation you 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 are ready to go like it is ready like just like I've said before you know I have this energy that I I normally would be you know uh, spurting across this great nation of ours in all the different cities that I would be in uh, but not only is you know though that's gone there's everything's gone so. I've been experiencing like kind of like this churning of that energy where it just kind of folds in on itself and ramps up and and then it ramps up again and then it has to like you know some steam has to be let out and it gets a frazzled and it, it just that's that's just part of what I've you know been been working on this whole time but that's what this card is saying you know it's saying you have all this motivation you're ready to go you have this energy to do it but there's no way right now to effectively channel this and uh, or to effectively release it and because of that you're very frustrated and i i was like well yeah that's absolutely um what it is you you know it's and it's not that for lack of of wanting you know you want to take action you want to do this you know you're not trying to make excuses for yourself however you know you're being held back which this is holding all of us back this is you know something we can't I've said I can't do anything about this pandemic. This is not uh, my fault in that I'm dealing with, you know, direct consequences of my direct actions. These are 
this is just what we're all dealing with. So I'm being held back. So this card wants us to, you know, if we don't find, it says if we don't find ways to release this energy, we will burst. And by burst, I, for me, I wrote down, you know, it's being super irritable at times, lashing out, just like where the smallest question sets you off or you snap, at, you know, then answer like, I said yes, you know, it's that kind of stuff or just misdirected hostility. It's a 311 song, I know, but, you know, just you have this, you don't, sometimes you cannot even, you won't even realize you're doing it. And that's something I want to be mindful of. You know, I don't want to be grumpy or grouchy or take anything out on my life uh, just because I'm uh, frustrated. And, you know, I don't I don't want to act like, you know, all gloom and doom around her and stuff like that. That's not that's not cool. I need so and I'm not saying I'm doing that. I've, I've definitely done all of these things for sure. Uh, but it's something I have been actively working on. And, and it's just because this is it. I and mean, this is a fucking scrape we're in. I got to figure it out. And I'm not making, I'm not doing anybody any favors by, you know, keeping this energy or not trying to channel it, you know? So we have to find it. And like the way I look at it, for me, it's, you know, putting it into my work more, um, challenging myself in that, in my writing, I've been trying to do that and we're upping my goals for myself. Uh, but also putting into like things like this, like this podcast, you know, putting more energy into this, plus, you know, getting awesome guests for the Awesome Dude podcast, Awesome Dude for Life podcast, plus the other podcast I started with Christopher Triana, the vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. That's part, that, these are all part of me finding ways to channel this energy. And I'm still finding ways and I'm uh, really trying to do it effectively, like I said. And, and, and that all goes back to my plans and implementation of those things and really writing out brainstorm ideas and how can I make these, uh, you know, how can I manifest these? This is what I'm doing and getting from this card. Uh, also, it's like, you know, you may be, be careful if you're, you know, during this time, you feel like you're lacking direction and scattered. So, you know, we're prone to just starting to do stuff like, like I've said before, taking on too many things, uh, just agreeing to do projects. And, uh, and you, you, while you're doing this, cause you think this is where the energy is going to go, you, you know, you start one thing and it's eternally frustrating because you're not getting anywhere with that or you're immediately tired of it and you put it down to move on to this thing, to this thing, this thing. And what's happening is you're working super hard. You could find yourself working harder than you ever have. However, you're being, uh, you know, you're accomplishing very little because you're spread so thin and you're scattered and it's just, you know, none of these, pro you know, more than half of these projects are things you're not interested in anyway. It's just, you know, you need, we need to stop, step back, pair those things away if, if we are wrapped up in that and f really, really put together a plan to redirect this energy that we have. You know, if you, we all have it in some point, in some capacity, I know that, but especially, you know, but I can just relate more my, to the creative side of it. You know, a lot of creative people listen to this podcast and you can relate, you know, we got to find ways to do that, you know, and it, it can be in a podcast or a, a YouTube channel, videos, a blog, something like that. And uh, that's, you know, the way we need to try to just, I mean, those are examples I can think of right off the bat, but there's got to be other stuff as well. So next card I get. Of course, one of my favorite cards, the Emperor. So we know Emperor is all about, you know, authority, leadership, you know, uh, taking that kind of a fatherly role. And, and regardless of whether you're a male or female, it's it's just using that as an example. Like, 
you are the rock for a lot of people in your life. You are their you, you provide safety and stability for these people. Now, you can look at this in a familial aspect as, you know, your immediate family, maybe, you know, your, your, your partner, children, if you have them. But this is, this is about, you know, friends as well or the, the family we make of our friends. You're just, you're somebody that is an authority figure that people rely on um, in their lives. You, you uh, bring them a great deal of comfort. You're also someone who's comfortable leading. You'll you'll pick up the the reins and just start to lead something, and and not in like some dickish way. You're just very comfortable at it. Um, things like power recognition, you know, those are important to you. And and I what the way I relate that to is, you know, it sounds like, ah, 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 give me the power and look at me. But it's kind of just like, and of course you want some recognition for your you know hard work, and. Um, you know, if you're if you're an entertainer, you, you, of course you you want uh, that kind of uh, attention at times. That's a, so. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think. It, and plus, with this card, these are all things that come naturally to you. You're doing these without even really, you know, there's no pretension behind your actions. Where as far as this is concerned, um, <clears throat> you can lead firm. You're firm but fair uh, when you lead. That's also why people, uh, you know, your leadership is so important to some people. You get you can organize a group to uh, effectively manifest goals, whether they be your own or for some other organization or whatever, or a group goal. You know, you you're not afraid of conflict. I talked about dealing with conflict uh, this week uh, in one of my card of the day readings, and uh, you know it's important to tackle that aspect of things. If you are somebody that's you know not good with confrontation, it's an important thing. I mean, I don't. I really don't recommend not trying to work on that um, aspect of yourself. It's uh, it's very important, but you know, easier said than done, right? I know that. Uh, you're loyal, and you protect those around you, and in turn, like that, you're repaid the same way. Like the loyalty that you have to your friends and family is not unnoticed. So, because of that loyalty, because of because of the loyalty that you show to your tribe or whatever, you know, however you want to categorize your group of people, your your people, that's going to come back. That loyalty is going to be paid back to you, uh, you know, over and over again because of how loyal you've been to everyone around you and everyone that, that relies on you. You're able to create calm from chaos. You know, the, the person that just kind of can walk in and, and you know, lighten the atmosphere by cracking a joke or something and then getting everyone started on maybe a, a better dialogue that has, uh, you know, a, a more productive dialogue, that kind of person. You know, we all, we know people like that. Um, you're good at, ma you know, mapping out actions to get things done, which, you know, I talked about here at the Knight of Swords, writing, you know, figuring out ways to redirect this energy. Here we have the, here we have our emperor who's a great problem solving, maps out the actions to take, systematic, highly organized. That's what it's going to take to crack this code, I think, uh, at least for me. And I'm talking about me, guys. I'm not, again, I say this a lot. I'm not just, you know, like yelling these things into the microphone, like, this is what you need to do. I mean me. Like, I'm saying the royal you. I am, of course, talking about myself in these, but as speaking editorial, whatever. Um, yeah, but you know, for, so I looked at this and I was like, yes. Yeah, so I, when I'm looking at these brainstorms, when I'm trying to figure this out, I need to be systematic, highly organized, super focused, because that is what it's going to take. Plain and simple. That's the way I see it. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying 
that I'm right, 100% right or right at all. But that's the way I see it for me. So that hit me pretty good. Um, and also, you're some, someone who has expertise and knowledge in your expertise. And you enjoy offering it to those who ask for it. So that, and I write that down because I, I wrote that down because I, I, I'm, um, a lot of you know I'm super uh, communicative. You can, you know, easily uh, accessible. People reach out to me and ask me questions about writing or, or tarot. And, um, and I'm happy to impart whatever, whatever amount of wisdom I have, which usually isn't much. But I, I'm happy to do that. But like, and, and you can probably think of something like, oh yeah, I didn't do that. The thing is, is we just have to be careful that we're not, uh, uns you know, offering our advice unsolicited. You know, that's can be condescending. You know, we just need to be careful if if we've fallen into that. Just just to check yourself, kind of thing. That that's why I wrote that down for myself. But uh, you know, I don't want to be somebody that gets on and is like, well, you know, nobody asked me, but uh, I think you should. You know, I'm just want to be more respectful than that. Last card I got, Six of Wands Reversed. So this is about um, kind of like keeping things to yourself, private achievements, personal definitions of success. Uh, but there's also an amount of egotism involved and maybe a fall from power or fall from grace or whatever. But, and, and I'm going to tie this in, but like, so you, this card is saying you may have reached an accomplishment that is a, a, maybe a, just a significant goal for you, uh, just that you know another step on your path to the to the the big goal. But you're just keeping it to yourself. You're not sharing it. Um, it's it could be different reasons. Maybe you think that you know this is significant to me, but it's not going to mean anything to other people uh, if I say it, and I'm just going to have to explain all this shit, and you know it's not worth it. Uh, but we also want to make sure it's not because we are falling into lacking of confidence. So we don't want to talk about things that we've actually accomplished. You know, you don't have to automatically be some arrogant asshole. Just if you, if you say something good that you, you did or achieved. Um, so we have to just make sure that uh, we, we have, we're not lacking confidence in that, in that regard. So, and, and when I say like, so when I said I'm going to tie it together, you know, reach, reach these accomplishments, but you're not sharing it yet, right? The, the rest of this card, create your own definition of success, or I said, or recreate. That was my own little note that I put in there, you know, and don't rely on others, you know, what others' opinions of success are. This is what success means to you. And to tie this in with the rest of these cards, you know, I was talking about, you know, brainstorming, putting together these things, actually implementing them, having a plan, being highly organized. And then, you know, it's not going to be this huge breakthrough right away but there will be little ones along the way and maybe you know it's saying you know i'll keep these to myself for now until you know maybe they're more tested or i have better results then i can share them that's how i kind of read this for myself and you know i also <clears throat> a lot of people are going to be doing a lot of things people are throwing all kinds of fucking shit at the wall to see what sticks and this that's why it's important to say what does success mean to you what is this definition of success to us don't rely on other people's stuff don't don't look at what everyone else is doing and that's what i say saying to myself you know make a plan for myself a unique plan that i know john wayne this is your plan that you can pull off because this is your strength um and that's the that's that's kind of what i'm getting at so that's our reading for today i got a lot out of that i hope you did as well if you are um interested in tarot I do a card of the day reading every single day, every morning on my Instagram story at John Wayne is dead. Follow me on Instagram. 
and you can check it out if uh, and reach out to me if you have any questions. And uh, those go right to my YouTube channel, the John Wayne is Dead YouTube channel, so you can catch up on the week or just check out other cards and learn. It's uh, it's a lot of fun, and I I'm uh, thank I'm very thankful for everyone that does participate every week, and uh, we have nice chats about it and stuff. So anyway, there we go. Also check out uh, Weird Punk Books. Go get in the shop and check out. Uh, the multi-stabber tarot deck. That's what I used for this reading this week. Um, very beautiful deck. Check it out. So I was talking about the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus podcast earlier. That is on my Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. <clears throat> and as you know, if you've been listening, I, I've been taking uh, parts of my conversation with the guest for the week and putting them here in John Wayne Lied to You about you know 10 or 15 minutes or so so you can get a feel for the guest, meet my friends, and then uh, if, you know, if you'd like to, you can jump over to the Patreon, join a tier, then you get access to the whole episode as well as all the back episodes and all the other goodies. Uh, but yeah, so this week will be no exception. Uh, this week I talked to a, a very good friend of mine that I don't get to talk to often enough. Um, and this is a funny one because we actually, this is a take two. We actually recorded an episode. I recorded an episode with this person beginning of June and I somehow, I know I fucked it up. I, I deleted it somewhere. I was moving a lot of stuff around on my computer cause, uh, I was reorganizing files and making room for editing large videos that I'm doing. And, and so I fucked up and it was gone. And, um, this person of course is a author uh, genius, uh, well, I think very, very, uh, one of my favorite writers, Autumn Christian. She is uh, super, super cool, but she said she's, it's a curse because she, the same thing happened when she was on Lucas Mangum's podcast, shouts out Lucas. And, um, he just, the episode was gone or got lost or got fucked up. And he, she said that he didn't tell her till like a year later. It was like, Oh yeah, I lost that episode. So she's calling it a curse, but Hey, guess what? Curse is over, people. The curse is broken. The curse is over. I have it. It is not lost. I have a new, our new interview that we did. Not interview, but conversation. And, uh, you know, she's cursed no more. So uh, check it out. We're going to listen to a little bit of uh, me and Autumn Christian here. Is this like a ghost in the machine type of curse? Do you have some... Is your voice magically... Uh, some kind of encoded with ones and zeros and you, you come in and you wipe out all of your own podcasts when your voice is recorded or is this some kind of other uh, like a magical like devils and fairies and type of thing? What do you think? Um, well, this is actually my secret coming out podcast. Um, I'm actually a cyborg, but I've been keeping it on the down low. You know, it's really, it, it, there's this weird interference thing and, you know, just people really treat cyborgs badly yeah i mean you know i say <laughs> more cyborg rights for sure but uh you know i don't I, I had actually in the poll uh autumn christian is dot 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 i had cyborg and i've had it for a while so that's that that does me a good i think i just won about 10 bucks i'm glad that um you, that you came up but you know hey nothing wrong with being a cyborg because you're part borg and you're part uh Autumn, <laughs> or some Cy, yeah, you're part Cy, like you know, like Cy Young, the award winner. Um, is it did now did a like a uh, uh, what do you call them now? You can't call them, uh, you know, uh, uh, a wandering person come up and touch your face and say, Cursed, like, 
<laughs> you know, like some that that kind of thing happened. Um, well, that what, <clears throat> that's what happened in the olden days. It, but it's now much easier, it's much easier to get cursed now. Now it's just, just like one nine hundred number or something, right? You just call it get cursed. Yeah. Well, Instagram, <clears throat> like those cursed pictures, you're just scrolling, and all of a sudden, like you see a a funny picture that turns out to actually be like imbued with evil spirits. That's right. Boom. <laughs> You shouldn't use Instagram. <laughs> hey, you know what? I was going to bury the lead, but I'm glad you brought it right up on the front. <laughs> that's that's exactly what we're here to talk about today. Instagram and the curses that the pictures it has gives. All right. We've taken a we've taken a break off of writing the two of us and we've really get a deep dive into this Instagram curse thing. Um, and uh, we'll have more after this. So anyway, Autumn, uh <clears throat> We did do this already, and I, and it does suck that I, I missed it. But now we're going to try to pretend like actually you said you already wiped your Borg memory clean of what we talked about. So it doesn't really matter. Um, but I did have a good story about how the first time I encountered you or met you. Uh, and I wanted to tell that again uh, because I like to talk about how I met pe- the people that I have on here. And so you were at Bizarro Con. Uh, what year was it? Because you said it was when Ecstatic Inferno came out, right? Or... I think it was 2016. 2016. What a year. Um, you you were on a panel, I remember, and I all I knew about you is that you were from Texas, and I and I was like, oh, okay, fellow Texas person, because like the only other Texas people I knew were like Gabino and uh, Shane, and I knew Lucas, I, but and still I didn't know Lucas very well yet. Uh, so I was kind of like, ah, oh, where's my Texas people? You're a Texas person. And you're up there and you're doing the panel. And uh, you were talking about, like, pe- you know, how you were in video games. You know, you, cre- you know, were creating video games or working for them and writing fiction and writing all this stuff. And somebody asked a question, a very, like, what I, was, I thought was kind of like a, well, blah, blah, blah type of question to you <laughs> about what the people who in your professional sense of like, I guess the video game people or whatever think about you writing fiction. And you said, uh, well, everyone just tells me I'm wasting my talent writing genre fiction. And you like rolled your eyes so hard that I, and I was like, damn man. I was like, all right, here we go. This is a, she's the, she's, she's the, got the goods. Uh, she's the real deal. And after that, um, I, I just like you were walking down the hall and I was talking to someone. I was like, excuse me. And I just jumped out in front of you and I was like, Autumn Christian, my name's John Wayne. Hey, like I'm from Texas, too. Happy to meet you. And you were like, OK, bye. And just and then we didn't see each other for 17 more years after that. Uh, yeah, it was and, a long time. No, but then I, I, I did. We got to know each other not until maybe like a year later when I was in Austin and we partied Um in some ways, I believe uh, read, we did a reading. You all like, I think everyone was taking their clothes off at that reading and uh, I'm not sure, but yeah. I think that, it was you, just me taking the yeah, clothes off. Well, we thought you were, that was another yeah. thing. <laughs> but yeah, do you, did you remember any of that <clears throat> at all? Do you even remember me saying like, good to meet you. I'm from Texas. Uh, I don't, I don't <laughs> remember. You don't remember shit. <laughs> I don't remember nothing. I do remember the reading. Because um, my it was at like Mel Melville's books or something like that. Oh yeah, that's right. That that's right. We forgot about that reading last time we did this podcast. Yeah, 
it was for uh, Emma Johnson put it together because she was touring through, or she was living in Austin for a month, right? Uh, she, I don't know what she did, but she kind of like traveled around. Yeah, she was in Austin for a little bit, and she had you, me, Zoe. Was Gabino on it? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, he was. And Shane, and uh, and that was awesome. That was a lot of fun because, like, my other Mike, Hornstar retirement plan. It's the first thing I had come out. I just come out the weekend before, and I had like my book release party, and I sold all the copies I had, so I didn't have any to bring to the the thing. And I was like, well, you know, I would bring some, but I'm totally out. So uh, <laughs> I guess I'll just show up and read you know so i felt like all super cool but it felt cool too because uh you know of course admired all of you guys and and uh was like yeah i'm reading with the pros now one of the one of the pros (laughs) and then we all took a picture in front of that um that in front of the bookstore malvern books and we're all like yeah and you're like uh, you guys, you like you look like you, you would rather be anywhere else, but with us in front of that I, bookstore. But that's like what makes you so awesome, Autumn. That's like the, I, I have the a Autumn chronic, Storm, I call it. I have a chronic <laughs> resting bitch face syndrome. Yeah, it's fact, something. It's a terrible. <laughs> now I do remember that because my boyfriend was with me at the time, and he was just like that John Wayne fellow. Like he's all right. All right. <laughs> I was yeah. like that. That was the, the stamp of approval. Good, good. Um, yeah, I like to get. I I got high in my car. I got Shane super fucking high in my car. That was a fun ass time. My friend drove up there. It was cold as shit. I remember, even though the sun was out, my buddy drove his moped up there. It was crazy. What a time. That was a great reading. Is that place still there? Even I think it is. I don't know. You, you don't live in Austin anymore. You've like jet set it. So I guess. Uh, get too far away for the people that don't know you you are an you are a writer an author um you what are you a cattle wrangler now perhaps or a little bit of cattle wrangling i help on my grandparents farm so they used to have a dairy farm but it's kind of downgraded as they got older so now they only have like 150 cows and so damn that still sounds like a lot of fucking cows man (laughs) downgraded to me sounds like well, they still have old Bessie out there. We take her to market, sell butter every every Saturday. You know, like that's downgraded to me. 150 sounds like a lot of things. Of, of heads of heads of cattle, they call them, right? Yeah, but they're not dairy cows. They're beef cows, and dairy cows is like uh, you have to milk them twice a day, and there's no breaks ever. So it's a lot easier now. <laughs> well, that okay. Well, then I see that makes sense. But but that's that's your you know. But you are you're an author primarily. That's how I, I've met you, like I said, from Bizarro Con. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't seen you in the in the flesh in a while. Um seems like we've been I don't know, is we even missing each other from going from place to place? I, I don't know. But the last thing that I know that I was that I read that you had out and we talked about this last time was a uh, Girl Like a Bomb. That is the last release you've had, right? Or do you have you had something? Yeah. Then, okay, it's cool. I, just, I got like second guess myself. I'm all stoned. I'm like, did I miss a book? Because <laughs> I, I mean, I don't. I could have missed weeks during this whole thing. But yeah, and I that that book uh, was from Clash. Is from Clash, and uh, that was fucking awesome. It's it's really a powerful book about sexuality and uh, 
manipulation and all kinds of uh i don't know it's very smart very well written this girl i don't want to give too much of it away but this girl like i don't know awakens you with her sex when she sexes you uh, that's a very mature way of putting it when she said se- when this girl sexes you all your dreams come true which is pretty much magical things are happening magical things are happening does that does that sound accurate is that how you would pitch it to like uh the networks or um you know the man on the street yeah every week i go to the networks and i uh i just start pitching it everywhere I'm hey. like, there, there is this girl who goes around sexing and there's a magical powerful something between her legs now first of all <laughs> You have see if I was the exec, I'd be like, "Well, yeah, I'm listening." But you said a powerful <laughs> something magic between her legs. Is that what you said? Yeah. That should be the tagline on the poster. All right, that's a little bit of autumn and myself. Like I said, curses, curses broken, people. We have the tapes. We have the interview. So please, uh, if you enjoyed that, please be sure to check out Autumn and her stuff. Uh, Teach Robot at Teach Robots Love is her Twitter. And um, if you want to hear the rest of this episode, just jump, jump on over to my Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Uh, you can join any tier, get you access to this and all the other episodes and a lot of other goodies. And it helps out old Uncle Johnny as well. Thank you so much for your support. <clears throat> so I guess we'll get on to our story portion of the day. I was thinking of this. Uh, this just came to me. I, I had this like recovered memory of this. I, I, I thought about telling this before. I don't know why I haven't, but. Uh, I was actually reminded of this when I was talking to uh, Carrie and Andy over Skype yesterday. Shouts out C.V. Hunt and Anderson Prunty. And uh, talking about, you know, we were talking about something like people getting too drunk on craft beer and then they, they don't realize it and they get really drunk. So and that, and then that devolved into other stories. And uh, that's where I got this this gem of a story from. So Carrie and Andy, I already told you this one. So if you're listening and you want to just turn it off. I, I understand. You could have turned it off way back. Be like, but anyway, <laughs> just joking. Don't turn it off. Please keep listening. So here is um so here's the story. We'll call this one the guest room mystery. So this was back uh not not too long ago, a few years ago, uh maybe t- Anyway, back when I uh, I was married to my ex-wife and lived in the other house that I used to live in, not Wayne Manor, now where I live, but, um, you know, that's about that time period. Um, if you're a long-time listener, uh, first-time caller, you would know that I, I played in a, a bunch of bands throughout my life, still do, you know, but I played in a band called Letters to Voltron for a long time, and uh, we were, you know, a funny prog band, and we had a lot of fun. And uh, we 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 work hard, we play hard, type of thing. You know, we like to party. We like to uh, drink some 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 uh, beers and smoke some weeds. And um, you know, this was no exception at, at this point. So we had played a gig uh, somewhere in town. I'm not. I can't remember where the gig was. Not important. Uh, and um, I was with. Uh, I wasn't drinking too much that night because I was driving the the van, the wizard van. This is back when the wizard van was still around before it had to go off into that good night. Uh, you know, see, see past episodes for the wizard van story. It's uh, very close to my heart. But anyway, I was driving the wizard van um, back to my old house where I lived 
and because that's where we practiced. So we stored all of our equipment there. I had this uh, mother-in-law house, if you will, in the backyard of my house, which was, you know, we bought we, we bought the house. It was fully outfitted as just a house, full kitchen, full bathroom. It was great. And uh, I just basically turned it into a studio slash, you know, rehearsal space. So we stored all the stuff there. So we always had to, you know, bring it back to my house anyway, regardless. So I think uh, Robbie had left separately and it was just Sauce and I, uh, my drummer Sauce, coming back from the gig. And it's, you know, it's late, of course. It's like after two in the morning. And uh, I'm driving the van. This has nothing. This is a complete non sequitur. But, uh, you know, we're driving. Sauce has, uh, he's had some sauce. And he's kind of, uh, you know, passed out a little bit on the ride home. And we were like one one traffic light away from my neighborhood, I guess. And I, I stopped at the stoplight. And I look over through like past sauce who's who's gently napping through the window through his window or out his window and there's this guy like on the on the sidewalk at the corner like just like a guy's gonna cross the street right and he he looked he was dressed like he wasn't like a homeless person because he dressed he was dressed like maybe he was at the club or something kind of i don't know just like a dude bigger dude than than the two of us i i don't know but i looked over and he I see him like kind of point at us and just break out into a sprint at the van, like right for like the, the passenger door. And I just stepped on the gas and just and burned out of there. And I couldn't like, you know, this van didn't have uh, rear windows or anything like that. So I couldn't really see, like I couldn't look at him in the rearview mirror or see too much of what happened. But I was like, what the fuck was that all about? So I get when we get you know a minute or two later we get to my house I pull pull in you know sauce wakes up we're unlo- we're going to unload and I told him what happened and he's like why didn't you tell me why didn't you wake me up I'm always down to fight you know that and I'm like oh sauce you're drunk you're you're home go drunk but we unloaded all the gear and my uh my wife at the time my ex-wife is not wasn't home she was out of town she traveled a lot for her job uh, so this was a weekend she wasn't there. So it was just us. So we didn't have to be like all quiet and shit. So we come in the house after we load everything out and, uh, I get sauce set up in the, I was like, you want to crash on the couch? I can put you in the guest room here, dude. It's got a bed and everything. He's like, yeah, I'll just go in there. So I tuck, tuck sauce in, in the guest room. He's, he's just snug as a bug at a rug sleeping away. And I go into my bed and just, I pass out and that's it. So I wake up in the morning. And I come out uh, out of my room and go into the living room, and there's Sauce sleeping on the couch with, like, no covers or nothing in his clothes. And I'm like, what? That's weird. I put him in the bed last night, didn't I? And I turn and look. The, the door to the guest room is closed. So I'm like, okay. I wonder I wonder what happened. And I'm just like, well, I guess he maybe he just got up and came out here. I, I don't know. Maybe it was too hot. I'm not sure. I open the door to the guest room, and... It appears there was some some trouble in the night. Uh, it looks like a disaster area has struck. Um, so first thing I see to my right, you know, there was a bicycle that was in there, my, my ex-wife's bicycle, and it was like turned, like fallen over, pushed up against the wall, all askew. There were like pictures, some paintings that were along that right wall, the wall to right to my, this is my left, I'm sorry, to my left. 
and they were all knocked like a, like they were crooked or turned and like several of them were on the floor and i was like what the fuck and i look over and all i, I turn to the bed and all the bedding has been ripped off of the bed you know the sheets everything they're on the floor the covers are on the floor everything and i go over to the bed and i'm like what the hell and i start to put the cover and i notice that everything on the bed is is wet everything and i'm like oh man what you know and of course the first thing i don't want to i don't want to believe the first thing i i think of so i'm just like okay this is what the first thing i come up with that i want to have been what happened is sauce got up in the middle of the night to get a glass of water because he was dehydrated he came back he accidentally spilled it in bed so he got up and went on the couch i lean in to do do a smell test and i find out that is not what has happened this is not water this is piss yes that's right the guest bed is covered in piss so <laughs> i fucking i start immediately laughing i thought it was hilarious i was like oh my god and then I, so i and then i step back and i'm looking at the whole scene now i'm taking in the whole scene of the room and i'm trying to do like a crime scene reconstruction if you will and this is you know what i've what i've basically what i basically come up with is like okay I'm watching the replay in my mind. Sauce wakes up in a partial kind of wake up because he's got to take a piss. But he's drunk, kind of passed out, so he's in a haze. He doesn't really know where he is, probably, because that happens. You wake up somewhere, you know, like if you're drunk, like, what the fuck? Looks like he got out of bed, stumbled backwards, and fell into the bike, and then knocked it over, and then at, at, he fell past, like, knocked the bike over, then he... he gets his hand out, I guess, and hits the wall to try to, to try to uh, catch his balance. But it, it looked like he just slid his arm just like all the way down the back of the wall because that's how all the shit got knocked off. And I'm, I'm sure he just like landed on his ass. He probably gets up and just, I think he just walks over to the bed and just starts pissing on it. Um, <clears throat> maybe when he's done, half get, then just realizes like, oh, I just, or maybe I want to think he just got into the bed when he was done and was like, why is the bed all wet? And he got up and went uh, to the couch. So that's, that was all my reconstruction. So I, um, I go out there and uh, I wake up sauce. I'm like, hey, dude, let's wake up. And he's like, what's up? It's like, what? I'm like, what are you doing out here? He's like, what do you mean? I'm sleeping. It's like, why? What happened in the guest room, dude? He's like, what do you mean what happened in the guest room? I was like, I put you to sleep in the guest room. What, why did you come out here? He's like, I... I think I've been sleeping on the couch the whole night, dude. I was like, get, get up, come here, let me show you something. So I should take him in the room and he's like, looks around. He's like, what the fuck happened? And I was like, well, I don't know. You tell me, dude. And, uh, you know, I, I start laughing. I go over it and I'm like, and look at this dude. And the, the bed's all pissy. And he's like, oh man. Uh, and, and like, to be fair, he really was embarrassed. Like he felt, he said he felt ashamed and uh, I was like, fuck you, dude. This is hilarious. This is rock and roll, man. I, I mean, I wouldn't have been mad if he punched a hole in the wall, too, while he was at it or threw, threw the TV out the window. Uh, I thought it was hilarious and, and awesome. So <laughs> we cleaned up the room and kind of you know, rehung all the pictures. And I was like, don't worry about this, dude. I clean, I'll clean it up. I, you know, I did the laundry and cleaned the mattress up uh, as best I could. Probably, I think I turned it over or some shit, probably. But... Yeah, it was um 
it was quite um uh, i don't know i think that's awesome rock and roll moments it would be even better if he had done it in a hotel in a, like one of our motel rooms like the shitty ass motels we used to stay in like the 35 dollar a night ones that looks like they uh shot porno and and probably a uh, snuff film on the same night there if he would have done it one of those places it would have been awesome but i thought it was hilarious i'm like dude this happens to people who cares we're awesome and uh and we were and we are and we continue to be awesome and um you know i'd have to say that if i'm going to have somebody destroy one of the rooms in my house and piss all over it uh i would i would like it for it to be no other than sauce <laughs> All right, there you go. Mystery solved. Hey, it may be soaked in piss, baby, but it's still rock and roll to me. So there you go. Thank you guys for joining me for another week. I very much appreciate uh, you checking out the show. To uh, find all of your John Wayne informational needs, go to johnwayneisdead.com and check out all the stuff I have going on there. Um, Please visit the shop page while you're at johnwayneisdead.com for uh, all of my books are in stock. You can order those uh directly from me there and the t-shirts and john wayne is dead records and i have new stickers and everything you order from the shop like i said comes directly from me and i personalize things i send extra goodies and i very much appreciate the support also all of my books are on amazon and kindle if that is your jam and i appreciate that as well thank you so much anybody who checks out my stuff please check out my patreon patreon.com slash john wayne is dead uh, throw uh, Uncle Johnny a couple bucks. If you don't want to commit to anything, you can always just leave a one-time donation. And as if I'm not have enough, if I don't have enough for you, please every Thursday, my new podcast with my very good friend Christopher Triana, uh, the uh, sorry, vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. It's tearing up the charts. We're having a lot of fun doing it. Uh, you can check that out on the YouTube channel, uh, vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne, and. ChrisandJohnWayne.com. You can find all of the information as well. And it's on every podcatcher. So check out that. And uh, always just go to JohnWayneIsDead.com for everything you need. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at JohnWayneIsDead. And I will see you next time.